As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody wants to be, but nobody wants to do. Girl, it's time to be real, raw, and relentless. Everybody wants to be. But nobody wants to do. You know it's time. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Truly Inspired Martin, and welcome to another episode of the Recrowd You Podcast, baby. That's right, ladies. We are here for the millennial women who are ready to be real, raw, and relentless in their pursuit to unleash their inner badass. So what exactly does that mean for you? That means that you are a woman that is willing to take a journey that you do not know what is ahead of you. That means that you are tired of the fluff, you are tired of the bullshit, and you are ready for the real. And that is why Recry You is here. We are here to peel back those layers that you really don't want to deal with. We're here to have those conversations that are really tough to talk about. And we're really here for people that are really ready to just be real and raw and lay it all on the table. And those are the type of guests that I bring to you. People that are real and raw and that gives you real resources to go do some damage in your life. Good damage, good damage. (laughs) So I'm excited about this episode as I am every episode because y'all know I just love to dig into the tough stuff. I love to dig into the stuff that are not just so surface. Like I want to go a little bit deeper, right? And I think that that's important for us as women to really go deep when we're talking about ourselves and we're talking about the things that we go through as women and we're all the different things that we're managing. Like, whew, like ladies, we are super women with superpowers, right? And we really just need to really learn how to unleash all of that. But We can't unleash all of that if everything in the foundation and everything at the surface ain't together. Not 
right, not in place, if we're not having those pivotal conversations that are detrimental to our greatness, right? So today's conversation is about to get a little layered, and I hope that you're ready for it. So as you know, I start every episode with either a statistic or a quote. And lucky for you, today it's a quote. (laughs) So I got a quote today from Shannon L. Adler. And it says, so every woman that finally figured out her worth has picked up her suitcases of pride and boarded a flight to freedom, which landed in the Valley of Change. I'm so excited today because we are getting into boundaries, baby. Boundaries. How many of us have them? (laughs) So today I have an amazing guest and let me tell you about her. Her name is Lindsay Vertner and she is ah, just a sweet soul. But beyond being a sweet soul, honey got some information for you today, right? So today I'm bringing to you Lindsay Vertner. She is the founder of Lindsay Vertner LLC. She is also the co-founder of Unleashed Woman, a nonprofit that organizes women's empowerment and networking events. She's also a personal development coach and speaker, and she teaches the overwhelmed woman how to balance her life by putting herself first without guilt. Honey, listen, putting yourself first is the priority at all times. And I don't want to hold y'all back from all this greatness that is about to come into your life. So without further ado, Lindsay, baby, are you with me? I am. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello. Let's get it. Let's get it. How are you? Ow, I'm ready. How are you? Girl, don't 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 feed me that energy, girl, because I'll be over here. Ah. Uh-oh, too late. Too late. <laughs> yes. So let's jump on into this thing here. So who is Lindsay? And you have to tell me one fun fact about you that nobody knows. Oh, one that nobody knows? Nobody. well if i told you then a lot of people are gonna know booyah (laughs) yeah (laughs) wouldn't be a secret anymore exactly (laughs) (laughs) come here you gotta come here and be real and raw baby give me something good it don't gotta be a dirty laundry but just let it be some laundry (laughs) let's see i feel like I, I try to keep my life as an open book and, and share everything that I go through. So I don't really think there's anything that nobody knows. Okay. Well, how about those five people in the back that know about it? So tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I do sing and dance when I'm cooking in the kitchen because food, oh my gosh, I have a love-hate relationship with food. So let's see, there's that. Um, I like to talk crazy to people in a fun way. Like, oh, this is the good part. What are you frowning for? (laughs) What are you frowning for? Like, (laughs) I might say something a little off the wall to get you to smile, or like, I'm that one that's in public and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't take her anywhere. But you love being there because without me, I mean, you might not be smiling. You totally sound like me. I be talking crazy to folks all the time. Like that's that's actually how I built a lot of relationships. Like it's not it's not it's not crazy stupid. It's just like it's like girl, what you doing? Like what's wrong with you? 
Like, come here. Right, right. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. how a lot of relationships are built. That's funny. <laughs> Love it. And I, <laughs> and I, and I do sing and dance in the kitchen too. Like I actually posted a video once of me, like just cooking up something, girl. I was in there jamming. Okay. Like, <laughs> uh, you mean think it was me seeing me doing a nutty wine in the kitchen. So. <laughs> yes. That was me the other night. I had my spatula with my microphone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord okay this is gonna be fun so who is Lindsay? so let's get into Lindsay vertner the woman yes well i am just like you i'm the everyday woman trying to juggle all these fifty thousand roles that we have to put on as women in society i'm a wife i'm a mom i'm a businesswoman i'm a sister i'm a friend i am literally no different than any other woman that's listening to this podcast right now. So I teach the overwhelmed woman how to put herself first and balance her life without guilt, because that's very, very important for us to do. And often how we end up neglecting our self-care and falling into some crazy habits and getting exhausted and overwhelmed. And I know that woman because I was that woman before. So yeah, I think we all that we all that woman, <laughs> and like on mm-hmm. on a, on a day to day, and I'm one of those people that always feels. Well, this year I learned the power of the word no. Um, no, but mm-hmm. but I've always been the not the yes friend where I agree with everything you say, but I'm like the yes friend, like girl, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm a, I'm a, yes, and, and when I feel mm-hmm. like I can't go to something or do something for you, like I literally get anxiety. Like I I feel so Aww. guilty about it. Like I'm like, oh my god, I, I'm such a horrible person, and I think that's that that part where we got to disconnect ourselves from that guilt of putting yourself first. So Mm -hmm. I always say that making yourself a priority is a priority. So how important is setting boundaries and implementing self-care? So let's get into it. Self-care is not selfish. Girl, you sound just like me. Making yourself a priority is the priority. You have to remember that no is a complete sentence, period, And when you say no, you don't have to offer an explanation. No is good enough. But it's so important because we always want to pour into others, but we can't pour into others if we're not filled up ourselves, especially like let's use the example of mothers. Whenever you're a mother, you're always thinking, oh, I got to put my kids first. I got to put my kids first, my kids first, kids first, kids first. And society will say, if you're not putting your kids first, then you must be a crap mom. And we take that in. (laughs) And so we're always putting everybody else's needs before ours. And then we find ourselves drained and exhausted and overwhelmed. And here's what happens. And I've seen it happen time and time again in so many ladies is that whenever you're not practicing that self-care and putting yourself first and you're consistently, constantly putting others before you, then It starts off small and then gradually you're either easily agitated or easily annoyed. You're feeling exhausted all the time. You might have migraines or headaches, little things that you don't notice in the everyday life. But then next thing you know, you wake up and you're clinically depressed or you have anxiety and you're like, where did this come from? So because a lot of times people think that those things happen overnight, but it's a gradual buildup over years and years of doing those things. So if you don't practice self-care, then 
you could easily find yourself in one of those worst situations with your mental health. I've, I've, saw, I've seen that soccer mom go from the quote unquote perfect life to depressed. And then she was an alcoholic and then she was suicidal because she was putting everybody else first. And that's what I don't want for these ladies or any lady. That is so important. Like, oh my gosh, like self-care, like, you know, uh, social media and all that, like that, that made self-love, self-care, like this trending topic. But I'm glad that it has done that because it has brought the conversation to surface. But this has been a thing, right? Like this has been something Mm -hmm. that we needed to rechannel that energy back to ourselves a long time ago. Um, Mm -hmm. And we call this episode boundaries. How many of us have them, right? Um, And I think that that is so important, but I don't think a lot of people know what boundaries even means, right? So can you give us a little lead way into that? Yes. So boundaries can be something as simple as saying no when you don't really want to do something. And a lot of times people hear boundaries and they think like it's something stuffy, but really you have to have boundaries with every single person that's in your life, from your kids to your significant other, to your coworkers, to your friends. You've got to have those boundaries. And when people talk about self-care, they always mention, oh, get massages or get your nails done. But self-care is more than that. Self-care is creating boundaries in your life. So if you ever have that friend that's like always asking you for something, always having you do stuff, always having to borrow things. And she's like, just very needy (laughs) all the time. (laughs) You have not set those boundaries up with her for her to expect like, all right, this is okay. This is not okay. You've got to have them with everyone in your life. They're so important so that you can practice that self-care. And a lot of times people hear self-care and don't think about boundaries in your relationships is a part of practicing self-care, being able to say no and and not do the things that don't fill you up. You're you're protecting you, right? Like it's it's about it's about those it's like putting yellow tape around you and saying, you know mm-hmm. what, this is this is where you stand and this is what mm-hmm. I will and won't accept. And I think a lot of times, not even just in um friendships or family ships, <laughs> as I call them. <laughs> Um, but, um, like relationships, like I have a lot of conversations with like even some female friends that, that might have some issues with, you know, boyfriends or people that they're dating without titles. Um, and Mm -hmm. these conversations come up and it's kind of like, well, he's not doing X, Y, and Z. And I, I really wanted this from him. I really wanted us to have this type of, I'm like, but did you even set that expectation, that boundary of what? you expected from them right because i honestly believe this is going real left real quick but i honestly believe (laughs) i honestly believe that men show you exactly who they are um and they they they're more spoken it's very logical like i feel like it's kind Mm -hmm. of black and white when it comes to a man like there's no gray like we see when we see colors we see blue we see teal we see aqua and all these different shades of blue they see blue right? There's dark blue, there's light blue, okay? And sometimes we're just negating the fact that we're not even setting the boundaries or the expectations with this person to say, this is what I will and I won't accept. And and then we get upset (laughs) when- Whenever they cross those lines. Hello, there was no lines to begin with, 
<laughs> right? So. Right? And that's why boundaries are so, so important. You have to set them from the beginning. And as different situations come up, you have to make them clear again, because you might not know that you need boundary A, because you've never been in that situation. But when that situation pops up, like, all right, so this is how it's going to work going forward. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and you are so right with the guys. Like, when. Whenever people show you their true colors, stop trying to repaint them. Ooh, ooh, that's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> because what happens? Like, think about yourself painting a picture, and the more you try to add paint and fix things, nine times out of ten, you just end up with a blob, a messy blob. Child, hmm. who are you telling? <laughs> I, 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 I remember in the past I tried to repaint a whole lot of pictures honey and made all types of lines it was looking like squiggly lines it looked like one big old uh, <laughs> big old mess on paper okay like sometimes right? those boundaries oh girl the older that I got I realized that I wasn't even setting real expectations for myself like can we talk about boundaries with self not just on the outside not just with people but what do boundaries look like for you yourself for me it is setting those expectations like for example, with my children, they know what to expect. They know that during the weekday, it's no TV, no video games. That's only on the weekends. They know that if they want some extra cash, they've got to complete their chores. They know that they're supposed to do well at school, and then we can party like rock stars whenever we're on the weekends or the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> like, they know. They know those expectations. And even with my husband, he knows how I want to be treated, how I want to be interacted with. And if we're not following those lines, then there's an issue. Just like I expect him to have boundaries with me, not just me have boundaries with him. Like everyone should have these boundaries. My friends know that we are going to do great things and have fun, all that stuff, but we're going to do it whenever I have that free time to have fun. Um, so like I literally, everyone in my life has some type of boundary. My clients have boundaries like, all right, let's take a session, for example. Uh, if your session starts at two, you get um, a five or 10 minute grace period. After that, you'll have to reschedule. You only get so many reschedules <laughs> because this is my time. This is your time. I have other people that I can be serving that actually want to be present. And if I don't want to do something, I say no. Because here's what happens whenever you agree to things that you don't really want to do. You are either going to be beating around the bush, trying to get out of it, wasting everybody's energy, or you're going to go and do it, but you're going to have this downer energy about you and just bring the whole mood down because you don't really want to be there. So instead of wasting that time, just say no in the first place. That way, whoever it is that had the offer, can go find somebody else to do it that actually wants to be there, wants to be present. And you don't have to waste your time trying to figure out how you're going to get out of something you agreed to doing that you didn't really want to do. Girl, you preach preaching to the choir. 
<laughs> you your ass preaching to the choir. <laughs> so, yeah, because you can never get time back. Time is very valuable, and a lot of people don't realize. They think I have all the time in the world, but you can wake up and get in a car wreck and pass away tomorrow. And of course, I don't wish that on nobody, but you literally never know. So it's important to really cherish the time that you have and make sure that you're spending it in ways that really brings joy to your life, fills you up and keeps you nice and happy. <laughs> and that's, that's the truth though. Like that is so true. And I see that you really, you, this is something that you really like, you're passionate about. So like, what made you start teaching women this? Like what happened to you? Was there, was there like that little pivotal thing that happened? that was like, Ooh, I had it up to here <laughs> and I learned my lesson. And you know what? I wonder how many other women are going through this. So what, what mm-hmm. was that moment for you? So I have a couple different moments in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in a, abusive relationship whenever as a teenager, physically and emotionally abusive. Um, So of course there were no boundaries there. And then allowing him to stay in my life when he shouldn't have, but everything happens for a reason, right? Because it's his fault that put me in the place to where I met my husband. Mm, Jokes on him, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're bad. (laughs) Right, right. So like there were no boundaries there and it wasn't actually until 2007 when I was in a fatal car wreck. I was pronounced brain dead on the scene. I was paralyzed. I had injury after injury after injury. Recovering from that was very overwhelming for me. Like my physical recovery happened fairly quickly, but my emotional recovery took much, much longer. And as I looked at myself and essentially had to kind of coach myself up out of that and figure out like what type of life did I want to live? I noticed that the people around me were struggling with some of those same issues, even though they hadn't been through a wreck, just they were coming up in different ways in their lives. And so I was like, this is not only me. And a lot of times we're we're meant to be these super women and juggle all of these roles, but We suffer in silence because we think nobody else is going through the same thing. And so we don't reach out for help when we need it. And so seeing that in everyone and seeing those hidden signs, I was like, we've got to change this. We've got to start coming together and building that village so that we can build each other up. And so that we don't end up on the mental health lines of depression, anxiety, suicidal, alcoholic, substance abuse, all those things, because they sneak up on you. Okay. First of all, let's take a pause real quick. Cause I saw how you just tried to like slide over all of that. Um, did you say that? <laughs> did you say that you were in a wreck and you were brain dead and paralyzed? <laughs> yes, yes. Ma'am. Sometimes I forget <laughs> how traumatic that was. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> did she just say now, that? <laughs> and just like, okay, so next topic. Like, wait, no, ma'am. Hold on. <laughs> Pump your brakes. <laughs> like. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Yes. So it was May 13, 2007. 
I had went to my hometown to surprise my mom for Mother's Day weekend. I had like a whole surprise party set up for her and all kinds of things. And so that Sunday when I was driving back home, I remember grabbing some lunch, hitting the highway. I remember jamming to my songs, that little car karaoke, you know. (laughs) And then the next thing I know, I wake up. I have no clue where I am. I can't hear I can't see. I can't move. I literally thought like, think of your horror movie whenever the victim wakes up and has no idea where she is. Like that was literally me. I've worn glasses since the first grade. So (laughs) yeah, I literally could not see. And it was the middle of the night and I worked myself up into a frenzy because I was like, oh my gosh, am I kidnapped? Like, what's going on? Why can't I move? Why can't I see? Like, where am I? I'm in this dark place. And so the next time I woke up, there were people in the room and the nurse started asking me questions like, what's your name? Do you know where you are? And I'm like, what is going on? And then she's telling me about what happened. I had already been in the hospital for a week Wow. Before I even came to. So there's an entire week of my life that I have no memory of. Like before I woke up a week later, the last thing I remember is listening to music in the car driving down the highway. So the car had actually flipped end over end and landed on the roof off the side of the highway. They had to cut me out of the car. I was flown by helicopter to the nearest trauma hospital. They actually pronounced me brain dead on the scene. They pronounced me brain dead a couple times more at the hospital. I had emergency surgeries to relieve the pressure from my brain. They had to reposition my skull back together. My T3 vertebra was crushed. And so I was paralyzed on my left side, which explained why I couldn't move. Um, Yeah, there was a breathing tube down my throat keeping me alive. So that's why I couldn't talk or make any noises or anything. Eventually, my mother helped me to communicate by blink once for yes, blink twice for no. And that's how I communicated for a little bit. And once I was off of life support, like I couldn't speak. It was like a very soft whisper. Even softer than that. <laughs> you are hilarious right now. <laughs> like, and then gradually it just kind of got a little bit louder, a little bit louder. And to this day, I still can't scream. So hopefully I'm never put in a position where I have to scream for my life because, yeah, I'd be a goner then. But <laughs> I had to learn how to walk again. I had to learn how to write. When I first started writing, um, it looked like scribbles of a toddler. So yeah, I, I went through a lot. Girl, <laughs> to, to hell with the boundaries and the other stuff. Like <laughs> uh, your resilience is, oh my, you are the epitome of unleashing your inner badass. Okay. You are <laughs> the epitome of that. Like you are on here talking to me about self-care and boundaries. You are telling this story as if I am like listening to a comedy show. Okay. <laughs> you have so much joy and you are not sitting in your mess. You are using it to push you for, listen, I'm, I'm over here. I'm a fan. <laughs> I, I am truly a fan right now because that, that right there. Oh my God. Uh, 
Yeah. One thing I always say is that there is purpose in your pain. And that's what I did. So I didn't realize how impactful my story was until I was getting these messages from people or people would see me out and they would tell me how my story affected them. And one thing I didn't mention was that I suffer from like short and long-term memory loss. So I went back to school and there was people talking to me. I didn't remember who they were, but they were talking to me like we've known each other for years. So yeah, it, it was... It was tough, <laughs> but I kept it pushing and I knew that the life I wanted to live was was not going to happen with me having a pity party for myself because I was in the hospital for a month and I remember there was one patient that was down the hall from me and they were just always crying and complaining and angry about lunch, angry about getting up to do therapy, angry about this, angry about that. And I noticed how the nurses would often come in my room and like spend their breaks in there. They would give me snacks sometimes. <laughs> and and like they really seem like they care. And what I took from that is that I was the pleasant patient to be around versus everybody else that's griping. And that's why even though my injuries were extremely more severe than the guy down the hall, I got released from the hospital much quicker than he did. Oh. Because he was sitting in his pain, whereas I'm living my life as best as I can, always trying to find the happiness and positivity whenever I can, cracking jokes whenever I can. Like, it happened. You can't change the past. So what is the point in, in suffering in it longer? Every time you keep reliving the details of the pain or the trauma that you've gone through, you're only re-traumatizing yourself. Oh, 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 shoot. We done took a whole pivot. I <laughs> I am here for this. You are speaking some shit right now. I want you to understand you are going in a direction that somebody needs to hear right now. Your recovery, you were in a way worse situation than the next person. But because of your mm -hmm. mindset, because of you choosing making a conscious decision to say, I'm not going to sit with this mess. Your recovery was faster. Yes. And that's why, despite all of the injuries that I had, because I even got some extra injuries after being in the hospital, um, I was released from the hospital walking in one month. Ooh. After, after, after being paralyzed and brain dead. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That, like, whoa. Don't get me wrong. I had to put in the work. Of course. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was in, so after I was taken from intensive care, I was transferred to a therapy hospital where seven days a week, they didn't rest on the seven days, seven days a week. <laughs> I was up at seven until six. That evening, going through cognitive therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, shock therapy, every therapy you could think of, I had it all day, every day. And there were times where I was like, man, I don't want to get up right now. And then I thought about being pushed around in a wheelchair. And I was like, no, let me go ahead and get my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, some, something, something's got to push you. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. 
we didn't even get a break on a holiday because I was like, oh, yes, a day off. My nurse walked in talking about you ready. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's a holiday. <laughs> she was like, no, ma'am, let's go. I was like, all right, all right. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even know if I want to go back to boundaries anymore. Like this. Still got... <laughs> oh, my God, girl. God bless you. Like you, well, you. Uh, yo, you got this light that is just radiating all through this right now. Like, oh my God. Ooh. We, we, <laughs> we about to have to hang out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> so, all right. So let's, let's try to Let's try to pivot back. Uh, <laughs> what are some steps that uh, you think people can take today to establish some boundaries? First, I would want you to sit down and think about all the relationships that you have in your life. Think about the ones that drain you. Think about the ones that fill you up because there's always an energy exchange. You're either giving, receiving, or it's an equal exchange. So think about those people that are constantly draining you, no matter who they are, and then figure out what boundaries do I need to set with this person. That's good. That's good. That reevaluation is key. Mm-hmm. You gotta put, no matter how much you love them. Girl, that could be the hard part too. Right? That could be hard because you're like, dang, what they going to think about me? Or, or dang, are they going to think I don't love them anymore? Or, but it's about the protection of self. Right? Uh. And it's not that you don't love them. It's just some people you have to love from a distance. Hello. and so like for example there is one person i won't say any names but i don't answer their phone call unless i know i have the extra energy to spare because i know whenever i answer that phone call or if i go meet with that person that they are just going to drain the life out of me girl i got i got about two of those so i i, I already uh-huh. know, i know i know that feeling and and it sucks because <laughs> i love the person so much but that energy i just know that i'm going to have to build myself up for that moment because by the time mm-hmm. I'm done, I'm going to be depleted. And that can be kind of hard sometimes because it's like, I don't want to cut you all the way off. Right. Right. But it's, but you got to set that fence in between their property and yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing my family and friends know is that I'm going to keep it real no matter who you are. I'm going to love and I'm going to support you and hug all over you. But. I'm going to tell you what you don't want to hear because I'm going to help you become the person that you truly want to be. So I might say some things that you don't want to hear to make you do some things that you don't want to do ultimately so you can be the person that you want to be. Okay. I like that. Let me write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the first thing I tell with any new friend that I meet, with any new clients, Listen, I'm going to say some stuff you don't want to hear. I might make you do some things you don't want to do, but ultimately it's so that you can be the person that you truly want to be. Girl, that, that's all like a, a, a great affirmation to tell yourself every day. <laughs> so, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> so here's a question for you. So what is your power word? Like that one word that gets you through every day. What's your power word? I'm going to have to go with 
smile. And I know that that seems very generic and basic, but let's use my rec for example. The positive mindset that I had within myself affected how I went about my day. It affected my thoughts. It affected my environment because if I'm giving off happiness, like you can't expect anything else but to start to feel happy yourself. (laughs) Like, And if you're still angry, then you got some issues that you need to deal with because (laughs) whenever someone is just exuding light and positivity and happiness, like that rubs off on you. Negative energy rubs off on you just as much as positive energy rubs off on you. So I'd rather I'd exude that positive energy. So if I'm feeling down, like it could always be worse, right? Yeah. So so let me smile and be grateful for the things that I have. Be grateful for the opportunities. Be grateful for another day to live. Be grateful for another second to breathe another breath and just smile. And and you'd be surprised how just smiling and finding that inner happiness can affect your whole day and really go a long way and ripple effect onto other people. That's so. Good. That's good. Smile, yeah, girl. Gotta yes, talk, gotta tell yourself that. Just every take day. a deep breath and smile. Oh, this has been such an amazing interview. Oh my God, there was so much. I'm over here just, ayo. Ayo. <laughs> Don't let me Cardi B in here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. All right. <laughs> so I, I would be remiss if I do not allow people to find out how they can connect with you, any programs you got, any, any events you got coming up. How can people connect with your spirit girl well there are two ways that you can connect with me one is shoot me an email at get happy at lindsayvertner.com that's get happy at lindsayvertner.com l-i-n-d-s-e-y b as in victor e-r-t-n-e-r So shoot me an email, share your thoughts with me, your feedback. If you would like to know how we could work together and I can be your cheerleader and your support system as you journey to new levels in your life, or if you need help creating those boundaries in your life, shoot me an email and let's talk. I I love connecting with everyone. I am not a friend of that. No new friends. I like new friends. Right. Hello. (laughs) You never know who you're going to meet, right? I have new friends all the time. The second way that you can connect with me is that with the Unleashed Woman, we have our third annual Women's Empowerment Conference, Saturday, November 9th, 2019 in Indianapolis, Indiana. So definitely come enjoy like... Lives are literally changed at this conference. The unleashedwoman.net is the website for that. The unleashedwoman.net. And actually, if you want to attend that event, grab all your girlfriends, make it a ladies weekend. We have ladies fly in from all over. Use the discount code CROWN for $20 off your admission ticket. That way you can come see me live. Give me a big old hug. I'm a hugger, (laughs) y'all. Connect with women from all around the world. 
you never know what might be in store for you on that day. So use the discount code CROWN for $20 off your ticket. Again, that website is theunleashedwoman.net. Again, my email is gethappy at lindsayvertner.com. You can connect with me through all the social media platforms at lindsayvertner. I like to keep it nice and consistent. (laughs) And then, of course, my personal website is, you guessed it, www.lindsayvertner.com. That is so... I just realized that I know who the heck you are. (laughs) The Unleashed Woman. Oh, my... I think one of my uh, friends spoke at your event last year, Mel B. Cook. Oh, Yes, I love Mel. Yes, awesome. I'm like, wait, look at that. Look at that. And I was just looking at your (laughs) conference the other day. Look at that. Full circle. Full Uh circle. It's a sign. Hey. Y'all, y'all better make y'all way over to the Unleashed Woman. And listen, her email was get happy at Lindsay Werner. Listen, that and that's exactly I how know. I feel. That's exactly how I feel <laughs> after being around this type of energy. Ladies, make sure that you go ahead and connect with Lindsay. And uh, I don't think I need to say too much more for the rest of this episode. There was joy. There was resources. There was real that came across in this episode. And I hope that it saves somebody right where they are. But I'll leave you with this quote life doesn't get easier or more forgiven we just get stronger and more resilient so in the meantime in between time i'm gonna catch y'all next time you know it's time okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.